0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working. And you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning some tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client. And paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality. And the ambitious entrepreneur show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Hi everyone, it's Anne-Marie again with you today. And today I have got with me a very, very special guest. We're going to talk about a topic we haven't really spoken about before, but it's It's really such an important topic because as you're getting new clients to your business, as you are growing your business, one of the things that I'm sure you're going to be doing if you haven't already is to hire support staff, hire a team to be able to support you in taking your business to the next level. And what we often don't think about are the things associated with our staff, how to maintain them, how to create a really great workplace, but also what happens when one of your staff members Injures themselves. Now, my guest today is Alexina Baldini, and she's a psychologist who specializes in helping injured workers return to work successfully. Now, she has over 20 years of experience in this field and finds it most rewarding when supporting both the employee and the employer in ways to make this transition successful, along with preventative strategies to promote a healthy workplace. Now, on today's show, Alexina is going to talk about how to help your staff be resilient at work, how to speed up the recovery from workplace injury process, and how to help a colleague or a friend get psychological support when necessary, and much more. So welcome to the show, Alexina. Hi, Anne-Marie. This is a topic that we haven't kind of shared much on the show. So I'm really excited that you're joining me today because it is something that I think organisations or small businesses don't really think about when it comes to hiring and managing a team and building a workplace that that is going to support the team. So before we talk about what we should do in our businesses, if we do have an injured staff member, what would you say to organisations as far as putting some preventative strategies in place?
1: I think the most important part is to actually think about what you want the end result to be. Mm -hmm. Often organisations only realise that they should have done something when something goes wrong. But when I say the end result, it's how we want staff to feel about working for your Mm organisation, how we want them to identify and how we want them to
0: actually talk about their work to others. Mm -hmm. And I know that for organisations, they're really concerned about the bottom line, profitability, efficiency. and all those sorts of things productivity but I think it's so important and I know from your 20 years of experience you've seen organizations who have taken the time to put these preventative strategies in place to have a healthy workplace and to really be seen as promoting that amongst the team really does impact their bottom line doesn't it?
1: It certainly does. It actually helps them from everything to recruiting new staff because their current staff talk about what a marvellous employer it is to work for and an employer of choice, of course, comes into that category too. Mm -hmm. And then they're out there being advocates for the employer in terms of what a great workplace it is, which is
0: great for customers too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, as you've just said, it impacts the business on so many different levels. And I know when we have a tight job market and we're finding it really Difficult as an organisation to get high quality staff. If our organisation has the reputation as being an organisation of choice, we then get to be able to pick the cream of the crop and have really good support staff working alongside us and and for our business. Now, one of the things when we're talking about workplace injury, there can be physical injury, but then there can also be stress as well. And I know that that's something that you can speak about. But what are some of the things that we can do? as, you know, the workplace, as the employer to help our staff be resilient at work?
1: Some of the time it's about educating staff in terms of their own self-care and how they can actually make sure that they take things like regular lunch breaks, that they actually use up their holidays, that they actually are actually ways of communicating when they're unhappy or when they want something to change. So direct lines of communication are essential Mm -hmm. as
0: well. Mm -hmm. What would be some of the things as an organisation or as as people who are maintaining and managing staff, what would be some of the the warning signs? I mean, obviously, if they're not taking time off, but what would be some of the things that could be occurring in the workplace that would be an indication, hang on a second, maybe we need to pull the staff member aside and have a talk to them?
1: Look, it could be even Amongst groups of staff, a lot of secretive talking. We sometimes have employers who actually say, "Oh yes." Around the water cooler, we hear them talking, but when we approach, they stop talking. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I mean by secretive talking. It means that things are not necessarily well in the workplace for that communication. But then amongst individuals, you'll sometimes see absenteeism. But more concerning, even, is presenteeism, where they're at work but they're actually not motivated. They're not meeting their KPI and they're actually not disclosing what's going on. So, often people are keeping that to themselves.
0: Mm. Do you find in your experience with workplaces, with employers, they tend to ignore the signs or maybe not recognise them and leave it till sometimes it, it's too late? Well, when you say too late, I mean it, they really could have done something a lot sooner. And have you found that in your experience?
1: And that's the most common pattern we see, Anne-Marie, is that people have left it until it's got to the stage where the person's absolutely themselves from work, they've gone to the doctor perhaps to get a certificate saying they're stressed, and it's actually really hard to come back from that, whereas if you had the conversation beforehand mm. about behavioural changes that you notice, like I notice you're not as enthusiastic. That's something that you can comment on to your staff member and have a conversation early, mm-hmm. is, is what our advice is.
0: Yeah. Okay, so imagine that we've got someone who is in our work that's working for us and something seems to have change in their attitude and some of the things that you've spoken about. And we're concerned about the staff member psychological health. And what would be some of the things that you would recommend that we do? I mean, I noticed that you just mentioned how we can approach them, but what would be some other things that you would recommend that we do?
1: Certainly, I would recommend that organisations think about reinforcing or even reiterating their values, what they stand for. So, it goes right back to our core. Purpose and our whole reason for being in business quite Mm -hmm. often. So, gathering staff together and actually um, explaining those values or actually having the staff buy into the values is so essential. So, if you haven't done that, When you've recruited the staff, it's not too late to do that when you notice that there's things happening. So providing some of those, what are we here for, what do we actually stand for conversations can really help. So values Mm -hmm. clarification, Mm -hmm. but also it can be general education on stress management and general education about resilience. How do we actually look after ourselves physically, psychologically, socially in terms of catching up with people, having a life outside of work as well?
0: Mm, Yeah, I love that. And I think a lot of organisations do tend to have workshops and things like that, but they're really focused on skills development. But what you're saying is if organisations can put together some resources and, and maybe even some workshops to support staff in being resilient and keeping that open lines of communication, that's certainly going to build a more healthier workplace, yes?
1: That's right. And certainly a workshop such as how do we actually support our fellow colleague who we're concerned about can be an ideal opportunity to actually affirm some of those values and actually get staff to practice Putting in place what you want them to do in terms of caring for each other, mm,
0: because sometimes an employee will feel a little bit apprehensive in approaching a supervisor or a manager. However, they can feel possibly a lot more comfortable in, in reaching out to a colleague, you know, someone who's working alongside them, and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm struggling. I need help." Would you, would and you it's say often that's the strictly?
1: team member or the you know the colleague who actually hears the first concerning things. So that's where the early intervention comes in. Mm-hmm. Is if we. We actually promote what we call psychological first aid in the the workplace that any colleague can actually support anyone else and they're actually then able to raise it with management as they need to as well.
0: Yeah. I love the way that you've reminded us of the importance of ensuring that we have in in place, like through the workshops, through when we're recruiting, to ensure that we are communicating what our core values are for the operation and that everybody that's involved in the company is aware of that. And I'd imagine that organisations, the importance of always ensuring, are we living up to the reputation that we want to create? Are we living up to our values? Do we need to check in? Do we need to change things? that may be a little bit disconnected. Maybe we're not showing those values and how we're operating. And it's such a great reminder for us all. What would happen, do you think, if as a manager or a supervisor that we've approached someone in our team because we're concerned about them? What would we do if they kind of fob you off and of course for those of you who are listening who are international the term fob you off if you're not familiar with that is really that they're just saying you know no i'm I'm okay or they really don't want to talk to you so alexina what would we do if we found ourselves in that situation
1: yes we we want to have the balance between challenging gently and actually supporting the person because if we challenge too much they actually can take themselves right away and actually become very defensive Mm -hmm. and in our challenging we need to actually be pointing out observable facts like, I notice that you're not making it into work in the mornings or when you're in, you're quite irritable. You know, those sorts of really observable facts about behavior are very safe grounds to comment on. Mm-hmm. But then going on from there to, to actually allow them time to think about it, that they don't have to make a decision straight away, but I'll check in with you again tomorrow or next week. It gives them some empowerment back. We don't want to take over mm-hmm. their lives for them. Mm-hmm. And then we may actually want to actually provide them with ideas about how they can get help outside of the workplace, like going to their general practitioner, getting a mental health plan, which is the Medicare system here in Australia that actually provides for up to 10 counselling sessions in any calendar year provided by psychologists skilled in this area.
0: Mm-hmm. And when you were, were giving us the, you know, you're saying and how we should approach that, I really sense that there was a caring behind that. And I think how we approach that staff member and how we voice that, how we share that and how we connect is so important rather than just blurting it out and being very direct and often abrasive. Would you say how we approach that team member has a, a significant effect on how they take that information on board and how they will, you know, how they will respond?
1: And certainly things like our tone of voice, what actual words we use, Mm. our own attitude all contribute. And that's where we come in quite often is that we can actually be the sounding board for someone who has to actually go and approach someone like that. And so you can actually consult with us and even practice that skill on us. And we can give you some clues in terms of what you're seeing in the staff member. And then you can go in more confidently to actually look at that. And we can actually help you along the process Mm. as well.
0: Yeah. So very important. And uh, before we started the recalling, Alexina, we were talking about how critical it was as a manager, as an employer to demonstrate this type of relationship, the carry and the win-win that we want the best for our team members, because not only is the relationship with that team member who may be stressed or going through something that is impacting their work performance, but how we approach that team member is going to also impact the other team members around too. So if we do that in a very direct and offensive manner, that may very well affect the relationship we have with our other team members as well.
1: And sometimes in some workplaces, we almost see the staff revolting against management because of how it's done wrong yes so we don't want to get into that um, situation either
0: (laughs) no because then it just you you might not just have one person but you might have a multiple number of people who are yes standing up in defense for that that work that work it's much
1: more complex to to, uh, unravel that that sort of scenario so you want others to actually feel like if i was in this situation i would be cared for and it doesn't actually take any more time on the part of the employer Mm. than actually doing it in a in a sort of a nurturing way, some people get really afraid that it's going to take up all of their time. And it's going to take them away from core business. Mm. But what we find is if it's clear communication and it's backed up in writing too with your policy and procedure documents. So that's another important aspect, not just what you do, but you've got that backed up in writing so people can read that in their own time and yeah. process it.
0: And if our team, if our staff is not feeling cared for or respected in the workplace, then they're not going to be optimal, you know, working optimally. And if that's sort of filtering across the team, then uh, we need to, this is so, so very, very important. So, Alexina, what happens then in the workplace that if we have a friend or a colleague who is off work, they have had an injury, what are some things that we can do to help them?
1: One of the core things, and this has been borne out by research by the Australian government as well through their ComCare system, which is their workers' compensation system is keeping up the communication. So even if someone's not able to come into work, their injury prevents them from coming to work or they need that recovery time, it's keeping up the communication in a measured way that they know what to expect. So it's not harassment where you're ringing up every hour or so mm-hmm. or even every day necessarily, but you're actually keeping up communication on a regular basis and extending that support even though they're not present in the workplace. Mm. It's one of the core components that we know allows people to come back to work successfully.
0: Yeah. And I think we can pre-frame that with our staff member to say, hey, we're really concerned and we want to support you the best way that we can. So, we're going to regularly just check in, see how you're going and see how we can, you know, better support you in integrating back into the workplace. I would imagine if someone said that to me, I would feel so valued and still part of the team. And That's as you right. said, it's not every hour, but hey, how, how are you going? Yeah.
1: There might be a work lunch that they can come mm-hmm. at 10. So it's really important to think about even the social occasions and how we can keep them connected in. Coming up for Christmas, for instance, they might be able to come for part of the Christmas party. You know, sort of stamina may not do with the whole part, but, mm-hmm. you know, including them in parts of the, the identity and belonging as a staff group.
0: Yes. Yeah. So very important. What about in situations where they really this this team member doesn't really want to spend time with you or, or have that that kind of access or that? Yeah, that the connection. there? What do we do in that situation?
1: Look, it may be that they're okay with someone else spending some time with them and actually representing the organisation, so a colleague. So, sometimes you may need to actually free up a colleague to do something because they could be overwhelmed or in terms of their relationship to management, that could seem like a big barrier, but they're okay with having a coffee every week Mm. with a colleague and the colleague could be bringing out news from the workplace or even just those phone calls as well, but making sure that it's quite transparent, that that colleague knows that they're reporting back to you. And so, it's actually part of a whole business approach. Yeah. And again, goes back to what you write even before the injury happens, that you've got that in your documentation and then you're just enacting it. So, thinking about that
0: beforehand Mm -hmm. is really important. Very, very important. So, it's right across the whole aspect. It's not just once someone has had an injury, we really need to go back because we can avoid it. I mean, that's so much better for the team and, of course, the organisation. So as a supervisor or a manager then, how can we help our staff get help?
1: Yes, look, some of the time it's about having a good team around us. So, the good team may be who's in touch with the right sort of physical specialist. So, having an occupational physician that you've got access to can be a really handy specialist role. So, particularly if you've got an industry or a workplace that actually involves physical lifting, a lot of sprains and strains happen in the workplace and we have advertisements about that as well. But not just the physical, but also having other people such as a psychologist or an occupational therapist, a physiotherapist, other specializations in terms of what else the person may need to actually retrain as. Mm -hmm. It could be even a career specialist. So, you've got a team of people that you can access through links with sort of umbrella groups such as ours that you can access as you need to, but you don't have to have those people on staff. Mm -hmm. There is a support team.
0: Yeah, I can hear just from what you're you know advising that there really needs to be some careful thought and structure put into place and for organizations who are just for the very first time thinking my goodness we don't have any of that in place I don't know how to have these crucial conversations with team members and I can recognize through some of the things that you've shared today Alexina that some of those things are happening in with my team and I don't know what to do this is what you specialize in how can people People get in contact with you to find out more and, of course, how to uh, tap into your expertise.
1: Yes, look, just a phone call, obviously, or an email, any of those sort of forms of um, communication, um, whether it's a tweet or whatever is, is your favourite way of doing so. Mm-hmm. But it's about actually allowing time to think about what is it I need and many times workplaces don't know what they need so having a conversation initially we can provide that and then go on to say okay this might be something that's a benefit to you let's trial that see if that fits and you don't have to do everything all at once that's the good news about this area we can actually perfect it over time
0: yeah fabulous so we'll put all of the contact details to get in contact to allow you to get in contact with Alexina on uh, the show notes. But the web address is www.enableworkplace.com.au. And if you're listening from iTunes, all you need to do is go to uh, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES108. That's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES108 and then you'll be able to see the show notes there and all of the ways to contact uh, Alexina. Alexina, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is a topic, as I said, that really a lot of organisations don't think about and sometimes it's a little too late. Once you've got injuries, you've got team members who are not producing well because they just don't feel like the workplace is one that promotes health and wellness and really cares about them. So I think this is such a very important topic for all organisations Organisations that has staff.
1: And we can't stress enough, Anne-Marie, that early intervention, that being prepared. But even if you are facing something that is actually a work cover claim, we can help in that situation as
0: well. Yes.
1: So don't hesitate to call.
0: Thank you so very much. And again, that web address is uh, www.enableworkplace.com.au. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thanks, Anne-Marie.
0: been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally i invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com that's be a sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details